0: I'm sure it's not hard for you to believe that one in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. About a year ago, I signed up for the Lifetime All Languages Learning Account with Babbel because I'm just that enthusiastic to learn. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed to help you start immersing yourself in a new language ASAP. They also have these cool, virtual, very intimate classes that you can drop into and you can interact with other students as well as learn hands on from a teacher. Babbel's tips and tools are accessible and they are approachable. So if you're really serious about learning that new language, here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Okay, right now. You get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at Babbel.com slash SPQ. Get 55% off at Babbel.com slash SPQ spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash SPQ. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hey girl, hey, and thanks for dropping in to the Switch, Pivot, or Quit podcast. Candid convo for the girl needing a lifestyle plot twist when she's deciding if it's time to switch, pivot, or quit. I'm Ayana Angel, and I am your host as well as Chief Encourager. So on today's show, I have something super special for you guys, and even more special to me. We're chatting with five of my closest girlfriends. Now the backstory is, we've been friends since our college days. We're known as the Fab Five Plus. One and we've traveled together, celebrated together, cried together, and triumphed together. Most important, we've supported each other, listened to one another's dreams, and given advice even when it wasn't requested these are more than my friends (laughs) they're the women that you are about to meet and they are my sisters and today i'm sharing them with you guys so this episode is the fab five plus one as they join us for a conversation on career life and friendship so first up We have Contasia. Contasia is a former roommate of mine. She's the well-informed researcher of the group that always has her finger on the pulse of what's happening in the world and in her industry. She's resourceful in her professional life and one of the most dependable people that I know in her personal life. Now we have Kristen. Actually, you guys, they're kind of sitting in the order. Almost. Okay. So next we have Kristen. She's the safe yet stealth businesswoman. It seems like this one has her life figured out before we even crossed the stage at graduation. She had it all figured out because she is intentional with her success. Our finance wizard started off in aerospace technology, transitioned to food and beverage, doing a stint at Coca-Cola, and now spends her days in a place most could only dream of, a world filled with coffee. She's mom to the first little one of the crew, and her hubby, her and her hubby are the prime entertainers of the bunch as well. <laughs> now, next up we have Sini, my former roommate as well, and the listener that we all need in our lives who can also show up in any room and command the attention of crowds. She is our people magnet. That's probably why her company quickly sniffed her out and her strengths and talents and moved her from San Francisco to New York to keep killing it. She is also a SPQer, having started her career in fashion merchandising. Then we have Tamara. Many see the glitz and glam that she emits, but I see the beauty of her heart. She is respected and highly sought after hairstylist with Hands On Magic, who is based out of LA. When we first met, she was a wardrobe stylist for celebrities. Even though her career has changed, her fashion have stayed the same flawless Trinika. Next we have Trinika and this is last but certainly, certainly not least. She's the definition of perseverance. Hurling through her countless roadblocks to come out on top like the true star that she is. A resident lawyer in the group. This beauty graduated from Southern Law School in Louisiana and now lends her talents to the tech world zipping from Atlanta to New York taking care of business. Alright, so now that you guys know who all of these ladies are, a bit about you know, how we sort of know each other i'm gonna also let them tell it in their words like i said we've known each other since our college days and everyone sitting here has made an spq whether big or small so i want to start by going around the room and um, everyone just introduce yourself again you saying your own name obviously this time and uh, just tell us a little bit about what your career was in your 20s like your early 20s what it is now and how you and i met
1: i go first yes Sure. Hello, um, my name is Contasha Um My first job out of college was an account coordinator at an advertising agency in Los Angeles, California. My main priority or my main role at that job was essentially to be the liaison between my company and my client. So I worked with our planning team who gather insights, our creative team, and our print and broadcast teams to take an idea from conception all the way to a final product. And at that time, it was TV commercials, radio commercials, um, billboards. And at the time, it was like digital was just emerging. So small digital ads online. And what do you do now? And now I am an event producer at a civic tech nonprofit in San Francisco. So we partner with governments to make services more efficient for citizens so essentially we try to incorporate tech to make processes more efficient like if you know anything about governmental services like they tend to be slow and ineffective. So our goal is to really partner with the people who are doing the work every day and make it more efficient and easier for them as well as for everyone who needs it. So whether you're trying to apply for food stamps, stay out of jail for things that are unnecessary like bench warrants because you can't get to see your probation officer because you're trying to keep this job, and then keeping like some of the most vulnerable populations employed. Okay, and how did we meet? We met on the quad <laughs> at Long Beach State. <laughs> I think that's um, how I met all of you guys, mm-hmm. um, except for Good and Zini and Tara. Right. But yeah, that's where we met.
2: Okay, so next up, Kristen. Hello, everybody. <clears throat> Kristen Jones. Um, first job out of college. Um, I think since high school, I always knew I loved math. I always knew I loved business. And one of my math teachers in high school showed me the list of Careers you could do if you were, you know, a person that wanted to keep numbers in your life, and I saw this role of a CFO, and I was like, I want to be that. And so, right first day of college, I pretty much knew my major was business administration with a concentration of finance. Kicked through that in four years, and then I got a job uh, with a company called Raytheon, which is an aerospace and defense company, and they had this really cool leadership development program for finance where I got to rotate around, learn what I liked. and so that was great got to live on the east coast too so I just knew that was perfect for me so that was the first job I had and then now today I'm still in finance I love numbers but after I got my MBA I decided to transition and pivot to um, consumer products and so today I work for a coffee company called Pete's Coffee and it's a bay area based company um, and then according to us we have the best coffee in the world to offer to <laughs> so, um, I really love it there um, and then how Angel and I met We met in class We had a class together um, mm-hmm. And we just Immediately gravitated towards each other And then we both found out we were from the Bay Area And so then we both found out we lived on campus And then we both found out that We had to eat campus food <laughs> <laughs> So anyways
0: Pleasure to be on the podcast Yay! you C- next
3: So Cindy Clark My first real job out of college was at Penney's in the manager training program um i really you know thought i wanted to be in merchandising and buying at the time so that was like a perfect fit but i am no longer in that industry <laughs> so i am now in um the operations role at spotify and um i help with um, the design and product insights team doing operations so keeping the team together handling social events social impact work and just anything that can bring the team together you know out of, outside of their daily work and how we met I believe like Tay said in the quad. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was where we all hung out and we all kind of gravitated to each other because we were all from the Bay Area so
0: mm-hmm awesome next up Trinica
4: hey. <laughs> um, my name is Trinika Fields and uh, my first job right out of college was 21st century insurance I was a claims adjuster and I knew I wanted to go to law school but um, it wasn't in the cards at the time and so I needed a job and there was 21st century insurance So, I did that, and uh, a year later, I decided, okay, you know what? Law school is really where I'm trying to hit, and uh, I want to see if this is something I really want to do. So, I decided to go to paralegal school, and so I finished uh, the two-year program in a year, and uh, there was a job posting with 21st Century Insurance at the time looking for a corporate paralegal, and I was like, I'm applying for this job, and I did, and I got it. And so um, that's when my law career really started. And uh, what do I do now? Mm-hmm. I work for a tech company. I just actually started a new job. Yay! Um, <laughs> I did my uh, pivot, I guess you will, mm-hmm. uh, from a software uh, tech company to an actual f- full-on tech company mm-hmm. um, based in New York. The called Flashpoint. Um, And what we do basically is we mitigate the risk and liability for uh, Fortune 500 companies and uh, governmental entities and business risk and intelligence. So they've actually done a pivot from cybersecurity and coined it as business risk intelligence. So not only are we mitigating the risk and liability from a corporate standpoint, but also for their executives. So I negotiate all of the deals on behalf of the company. Um, They don't have an in-house legal department, so it's kind of great for me. Um, it's a lot of work, but it's great. And um, so, yeah, so that's that. And how we met. We met on the quad from Kristen. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's been cool ever since.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. I actually remember the first day that we met. So I met Kristen in class. I think it was a black studies class black study, right? yeah. yeah met Kristen in class found out that she knew my cousin's cousin from home <laughs> and that instantly connected us even more then she brought me back to the dorms yeah because you guys lived in a different set of dorms I guess you could say mm-hmm. and then that's when I met you outside of the cafeteria whatever it's what called it is? Yeah. yeah yeah and I heard about your wild night prior and mm-hmm. I was like Oh, Ooh. this girl likes to get down. Okay, she <laughs> likes to hang high. out. I I don't that. I And I look it. at her ever <laughs> All right, all right. And so, last but certainly not least, we have Miss Tamara. Yes.
5: Well, um, <laughs> I had so many pivots.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Here we are. First,
5: when, I, when we first all met I was working in insurance right? Mm-hmm. And I was like I don't want to do that shit <laughs> right? so then I was also wardrobe styling part time but I would like take days off of work to try to do a music video and I'm like okay so I have to quit something so I quit the job as the insurance person and did wardrobe styling full time not really making any money but I thought it was like what I wanted to do this is like this is my goal in life this is what I wanted to do so I did wardrobe styling I was styling the celebrities still not making any money still having panic attacks like still stressed out but I just knew I wanted to be like a wardrobe stylist like this is what I wanted to do so I would be like working 24 hours just pulling clothes shopping everything didn't you even style the early Rihanna yeah <laughs> Rihanna I, I work with pretty much um uh, every almost, not every celebrity but like Every big celebrity, right. I definitely yeah. work with, yeah. like Jay They're big in the beginning, yeah. so it's like if Instagram and social media was around back then, right. I would be popping, yeah. right. yeah. <laughs> I would be like <laughs> popping, like yes. no, like damn, <laughs> right? right? Okay, so then, um, I was probably like getting into my late twenties, and I'm just like, okay, it, it has to be something else I could do, you know. As well as do the wardrobe styling, like, so I can get all the checks, like, do, you know, just be the, the celebrity one-stop shop. So then, um, the guy I was with at the time, um, was like, you know, like, you should do hair, like, you should, because, you know, I was doing my own hair, like, I knew how to do my own hair. And
1: mine. (laughs) And you kept me fly <laughs> I did all of
5: my friends hair and then yeah. he's like okay well maybe you should do you know hair open up a shop or something yeah. so I'm like okay well I probably should go to hair school or something for that but I don't really know because it was like I'm I don't really want to do hair like I really didn't want to do hair but I went to hair school and when I went to hair school it was like the best decision I ever made because it was so easy for me and it was so like it just came second nature. It was just so natural. So I finished it within like ten months. Like I was not playing for one. I didn't want to have hella loans. Like because <laughs> every time that you're late from hair school, you have to they charge you Mm -hmm. like you have to pay it's Mm -hmm. you know it's like (laughs) hello so I was like okay I'm getting this done in like the 10 months and I'm gonna be done and then when I finished I immediately went back to the industry like okay I'm gonna do videos and stuff for hair and I quickly realized that I don't want to do that Mm -hmm. so I want to be in a salon so then I went to a salon And I loved it, loved it. Cause I, you know, it was just easy. It was, um, consistent, you know, like I didn't really have to worry about anything. It was just easy. And then, um, a friend of mine needed a makeup artist. They were like a basketball wife needed a makeup artist. So then I reached out to my friend who was a makeup artist and then my Fran got a reality show and so once she got the reality show she reached out to me so it was kind of like I gave her a job and she gave me a job and blah 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 so then that's how I got into reality tv and so then from then other networks will then reach out to you and so forth and so forth and so then it's like then your business and everything just keeps growing and growing and growing Um, and now I'm going to switch over into another entrepreneur business um, with like my own products and hairline so that'll be launching in yes. January. Sweet. Yes! yes. Cheers to Cheers that. To that. Cheers to that! So that's another thing. And then how I met Angel was um, a college trip, I guess, to Palm Springs. Yes! yes. <laughs>
2: graduation celebration <laughs> <I think. laughs> <my> trip <laughs> so to Palm friends.
5: Springs mm-hmm. um, through, we all had this mutual friend um, because it's like all the Bay people who came to LA yes. like we all stick together yes. right? Yes. it's yes. like if you're from the so Bay I'm and LA yeah. we all are together so we all went on this like college trip to Palm Springs and they didn't want to let me go so <laughs> <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> like over 10 years later they still love me. Don't tell yes, yes. <laughs> so I'm here, and now we're doing this fabulous podcast, and with the fat five, five Plus One, with the fat
0: Five Plus One, yes. <laughs> So now I want to ask you, ladies, um, because now that you've been down memory lane a little bit, like how you started and what that was like, we want to know how you felt. <laughs> how would you describe the early you and the you that was in her 20s, like trying to figure it all out with your life, your career? Just, I mean, like people act like. This whole life thing is easy. You're just supposed to do one thing after the next, and it just works. But we all know that's not that easy. So, how would you describe the you that was in your early twenties? Anybody?
5: Um, I'm gonna just jump in since I kind of was talking about it. My early twenties. Um, I always felt like you had more time. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a sense of urgency to. Figure out my life and have my career goals. Like I, and that is, I don't want to say it's a regret because I try not to regret anything, right? But I wish in my twenties I had a little bit more structure because I was just winging it. And anything that I wanted to do, I did. And but I did get a life, a lot of life lessons, though. Mm -hmm. So that's why I say it's not a regret because I traveled, I got to meet a lot of different people. Um, It was just a free-for-all. I was definitely broke my whole 20s, though. Right. So, you know, (laughs) yeah. Broke. Like... My whole 20s. Yeah. Oh, we were so her, Rich. Yeah, we yeah. were that's yeah. Exactly. yeah, yeah. Because yeah.
3: always had a like car, big, I always
0: yeah. had my own place. <laughs> you know, yeah. I always yeah. had my own place. We traveled, we, we did, did things, like, we still all-star managed to games. make it to the All Star game, yeah. Yeah. every yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Every event. Including that one time, we kept repeating outfits in Atlanta because we kept getting <laughs> stuck in traffic in right. the car, and nobody ever. <laughs> we so so like, oh, oh, "Oh, I'm wearing this. Oh, Somebody's <laughs> gonna see, <it>. somebody <laughs> see it. So yeah, we all—I think we all went through that time where you. You know, I really agree with what you say. Like, I feel like in my 20s, I felt like I had forever. Like, I felt like I was going to live forever. Everything was everything. And I didn't have this sense of urgency. Like, I had a sense of urgency to get a job. But I didn't have a sense of urgency like, you need to figure out your life. What is this going to be? So, I I feel you when you say that. Like, it's like, I felt like I had all the time in the world. But now in your 30s you're like wait what right. right. how right. old am i yeah exactly Should's exactly yeah. exactly real, you yeah. real, real.
3: felt a little more like uh, going off the hole, you thought you had more time it's like what you were doing at that time was okay you exactly know? it wasn't thinking beyond that point in time in your life it's like right. what i'm doing it's working yeah okay let's roll with it right so. right,
1: right, mm-hmm. right 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 i think it was a thing of like for me like Now that I I can look back at who I was in my 20s, I thought I had it together. You know what I mean? Like, my goal was always to be better than the last generation. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, hey, I graduated college. I have this job. I'm at an ad agency. Woo, I'm living this life. But it's just like now I was like, there were so many things that I didn't know that I wish I did know at the time that I think could have propelled me into a different level of success. Um, but I, I'm truly thankful for like the life lessons mm-hmm. that I learned at the time. That's kind of helped guide me where I am today. But on that thing of time, like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm at that point right now where I'm like, I get what the older people say, like time waits for no one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And it's just like, I, there were some things that I wish I knew in my twenties that I did not yeah. but like, I'm happy to help like that next generation figure it out sooner so that they can be the best person they can be, you know? Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Way back when I was in high school, I took French for three years, but now I know nothing. (laughs) So in January 2023, I decided I really wanted to commit to learning French. I chose Babbel. I knew that Babbel was designed by real people for real conversations. All of Babbel's tools for learning a new language are approachable, rooted in real life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching. I feel accomplished when I hear... that lets me know I got an answer right. So on my most recent trip to France, I actually nervously tried out my Babel French skills and it was fun. I didn't feel so in the dark. So if you would like to add learning a new language to your new year, new me list, then I've got a treat for you. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners to get you started right now. You can get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at Babbel.com slash SPQ. Get 55% off at Babbel.com slash SPQ, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L.com slash SPQ. Rules and restrictions may apply. So speaking on that, what's one thing that you wish that, because we're obviously talking about how we didn't realize what our 20s really were. We were just kind of coasting through. What is something that you would tell somebody that's in their 20s right now to maybe help them take advantage or redirect maybe their concentration in their 20s because maybe they don't get what their 20s really is for them?
4: One thing I would say is, you know, as far as career wise, don't stay at the same job for too long.
0: Oh, yeah.
4: Um, you know, definitely in this, I think for our parents, it was like, okay, you know, you get an education or you, you know, you do whatever you need to do and you stay at that job and you be proficient in whatever it is that you're doing. And you just excel at it and you mm-hmm. stay there for 10, 15 years. So right. times have changed. And at that time, companies were loyal to employees. Yes. Right. And and, and I think right now it's the opposite. I think yeah. employees are more loyal to the companies and price, for, you know, more so than companies are loyal to the employees. Um, second thing I would say is be patient. And I think I'm still at 36 trying to um, work on that, being patient um, in both professionally and personally, you know, um, I was with someone, my friend's looking at me right now. Cause she's like, can't be patient. She's, she's (laughs) um, progress girl. Yeah. Progress, progress. You know, we're still in work in progress. Um, I was in a relationship very early on and, um, I thought I really wanted to be with that person for the rest of my life. Um, and it didn't turn out that way. He's a great guy, but you know, I, I, I think I rushed it. You know, um, I I wasn't ready at the time. And, you know, I say that to say both in your professional and your personal career, just be patient and just enjoy your 20s. Um, Don't worry about getting tied up. You know, um, if you find a soulmate, good for you. But if not, enjoy your life Um, and just try different things and see what what makes you tick. You know, uh, what grabs you, what excites you. Um, because you don't want to be in, in a situation where it's considered a job. You want to be in something that you love. Mm-hmm. And go ahead. You want now, to I have to a that? question.
5: Are you, uh, once you're done. Oh, go ahead. My question is for Kristen. Because I feel like Kristen was able to do it all. Yeah, yeah. I was. feel like um, you had a relationship in our 20s, the whole 20s. Yeah, she was quitting ha- early.
0: Quitting early! You <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> had no relationship. Like... Steady for sure, for sure, and then you had the corporate really job today, right? Right, okay. so then right. you had the corporate job where it was like if you wanted to, that was a career, yeah. you know, and you also was still able to go to Atlanta with us. So how, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like in every other city and every <laughs> other place we went, and live in DC, D. D. C.? why
0: mm-hmm. I have a boyfriend? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah.
5: how were you able to manifest it all and to do it all so well? Yeah. What do you think? Um,
2: you know, I think it, I've been. For those that don't know on the podcast, I have a three-year-old daughter, which is really fun. And I think, you know, once you have a child, it brings you into perspective on a couple of things. So the first thing is, your childhood really does impact you as an adult. Yes, it Mm does. And I was very fortunate. I was brought up in a very happy home. Like, my dad, who I call my dad, he's not my biological father, but they... I mean, he married my mom when she was... When I was about two and a half. So, you know, he's like my dad. He... Mm -hmm and many of you at this table would agree he's literally the happiest person Mm -hmm. he's Mm -hmm. never sad he's never down he never says anything bad about anyone um but not a pushover just he's just a very sweet person and I think when you grow up in a very happy household it really does change you as an adult I've always had a very positive outlook on life Mm. and I always felt like I don't like to say the sky's the limit but I always felt like I could achieve whatever I dreamed of that was realistic so meaning like Maybe I know one day I'm not going to be Beyonce, even though I think I can sing or whatever. (laughs) That lower level dream would be, I could be a lounge singer because I love to sing. I know I can achieve that because I can work hard and do it. And so I've just always been, again, a happy person. And I just felt like if I work hard, I can get what's attainable. Not a million miles away, but attainable because that's the first step to doing something. So I think I just always knew what I liked I always kind of just gravitated toward what I was good at and I think the last thing I would say is I've always had mentors I've always had mentors for everything in my life for relationships for work for happiness for um relaxation I've always had a mentor in some way all different people all different ages to ask questions of and figure out how to do things and I really try to not make the mistakes my mother or my aunts or people in my family have made. I learn from them without doing them. So an example would be my aunt. She had many abusive relationships in her life. And so I was just like, oh, no. I won't be doing that. every mm-hmm. if you meet a guy, since some of that, you out, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Or even like, you know, going to college, like, oh, I think I can graduate for four years. My dad put himself through college, works in the cafeteria, had to peel potatoes every night. Mm. I think I got this because I don't have to work 40 hours a week to graduate from college. So I would say back to in your 20s, what you need to do is reflect on who you gravitate towards and maybe an older person that you see has a life that you would want even at 21 and 22 and ask them questions, ask them what they did to get there, ask them the adversity they've been through. Maybe you can relate to that, but they've all done something different to get to where they're out, to make them successful in whatever way you deem that to be. And I do think people in your lives that are older than you really do have a lot of wisdom to share and you really should take it and swallow it. You don't have to take everything right. You take the stuff that makes sense to you in your life. Hmm. Even today, my husband and I have many mentors in our lives, older couples or even family members that we look to for coaching. We look to for breaking it down like, shit, we're tired. Is this okay? Were you tired of this stage? Were you hella tired? When you have talent, you have to work, you have to pay all these bills. Yes, you were, but you'll get through it. It's a stage. Focus on it's a stage. I was in that stage. I'm out of it. You'll be out of it too. It's a season, yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. I think in your twenties, you don't really like everything's a season, but it is. And yes. so what you want to do is be smart during your season. And you wanna <laughs> just make sure you mm-hmm. have that competitive edge by asking people questions and doing what they didn't do or doing it better, and you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And I just want to say, this is the one who would have never gotten married. Oh, yeah. Right. Yes, yes. I never wanted
2: kids or to get married. Yeah.
0: So, what out of for, this question is for everyone, obviously, everything is for everyone. Um, of your strengths, which one would you say has significantly helped you to get where you are today? We've obviously talked about and covered some of the ground of what. You know trials and tribulations we've been through. What of your personal strengths has helped you to sort of be the woman that you are today?
1: You want to
4: go? Okay, sure. Um, this is Trinica. So I, I would say my my strength is perseverance. Um, I lost my mom at a very young age. Um, I was five. My mom was murdered in front of me, and um, I didn't know at the time that law was actually going to be a part of my life. Um, And it started at five. I always knew that I wanted to be a doctor. And um, I went through the court system both, you know, to make sure that the man who took my mother's life um, stayed in jail. And I had to see him every four years to make sure he stays there. And, um, you know, I went through law school. And, you know, all my girlfriends knew that this was a dream of mine. And I always talked about it. And so many doors had closed. Um, before I actually got accepted and um, I think I went through that process for six years Mm. and one thing I can say about my girlfriends is that they never uh, uh, told me not to live out my dream they always encouraged me um, to stay focused and they never stopped me you know they always believed in me and finally that one day that door opened and uh, I got through law school and didn't pass on the first time didn't hmm. pass on a second time mm-hmm. I didn't pass on a third time Perseverance and um, Louisiana I finally passed the Louisiana bar which is the hardest bar in the country and I finally passed that bar and um, so yeah I would say pers- perseverance um, is definitely my strength um, sometimes you know some people may look at it as relentless um, I don't give up on anything in my life and I try to work um, as hard as I can. So, um, you know, and where I am today is because of my perseverance. Mm-hmm. Um, so um and I think that speaks true for all of us. You know, mm-hmm. um all of us women are very strong uh, opinionated at some times. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right,
1: we but
4: um, but yeah I think that's what what my strongest strength my my strength comes from is my perseverance.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um and yeah, so that's yes yeah anybody else want to share what their uh strength has been to get them to where they are
3: um I would say just being true to myself mm-hmm. and no matter if you know people like you said we have a very opinionated group <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know some people may say you shouldn't be do, doing this or that or maybe you should act this way towards this, that person but I mean, for me, it's just being 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 true to myself, no matter like what others think, and I think that's kind of one of the things that has saw me up to this point and will keep me going. hmm so. mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know what mine is. No, I'm just
6: kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. you know what? You do. I think my strength is my my mouth. My ability to talk my way in and out of stuff. (laughs) And you know what? I attribute that to... I'm similar to Kristen in that I was raised by my stepdad, but I don't call him my stepdad because that's just my dad. That's all I've ever known. He came into my life when I was like three. But he even said the other night how if he was me, he was like, I was thinking about it the other day, and if I were you, I'd probably hate me. And I was like, damn. Because... He didn't know how to be a dad. It was like he was jumped into this situation and all of a sudden he had to be this microwave dad, but he was still young. When I think about it, he was like maybe 25. So So how are you then a dad to like a three, four year old and properly, you know, helping them to do everything that needs to be done. And I remember some of the things that he did and said, and some of that stuff has stuck with me, but it's also made me the person that I am. And him and I have a great relationship now. We're like BFFs, both of my parents. But one of the things that I always remember is that I had to talk my way into stuff. In high school, if I wanted to go to a basketball game, if I wanted to do anything, it would be like, why? Why should you be able to go? And this was all coming from my dad. This wasn't coming from my mom. So I had to convince. I had to make a compelling argument. I had to be like super convincing. Like I should be able to go because this, that, that, I've done this. I've done that. I I just had to sell it. So as much as I consider myself not a salesperson, I do know that if I, if my back is against the wall and I need to be convincing, I can be convincing. If I need you to think a certain way, I can get you to think a certain way because I know I was in those situations where I didn't even know what I was doing, but I had to do it. So that trained me to be who I am now. That's why I feel like in job interviews and things like that yeah. psh, I don't stress about that stuff I'm like I got it yeah. Yeah. like I you know what I mean like I'll be able to talk to you I'll be able to say what I think you want to say all of that because yeah. I, I'm not like I don't. I'm not slow with my words. Right. Like, I know how to just put it out there and say what I need to say. So mm-hmm. I'd say that that's my strength is being able to talk and convince people and just effectively communicate. Let's say that that's the PC way effectively mm-hmm. communicate.
5: communicate. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna uh, piggyback on that because I also think that is my strength mm-hmm. is confidence. Confidence is a huge strength of mine because even if I don't know what I'm doing, (laughs) in my mind, I know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Right. So. And I can convince you to believe that I know what I'm doing. <laughs> so I don't know if that's like a Leo trait. <laughs> you know, I, don't know, I don't know if
0: that's Leo. It, 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 might it might be. It might be, but I honestly
5: feel like I could do anything. Even if I didn't go to school for it, or even if I don't know anything about it, like, I could do each one of you guys' job, honestly. And I say that, like, so convincingly. I don't know if you
1: could do mine. I don't know. <laughs> like,
5: honestly, like, something know people be like, well, how, um, who taught you how to do hair? Are, are you only been doing hair for six years? I'm like yeah for six years like that's it like, they think I've been doing hair for like 20 years or something like that right. and I'm like no but my confidence I really feel like I could do anything right and that right. is one of my greatest strengths and then when you asked that question the first time I didn't know what my answer was going to be mm. and then once I, cop- I heard yours and you know I, I hear everybody's I'm like okay that's I agree with that. I Mm -hmm. agree with everyone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that mine is definitely, like, confidence. Like, I really feel like I could do anything. Yeah. Like, no matter what. Mm -hmm. You know, and a lot of times now people see me and, like, they say, how do you, like, manage and you juggle everything? And it's like, from where I'm from, you can't go back. You know, there's no going back back you only can go forward Mm -hmm. and it's like why would you even want to go back not necessarily meaning like go back to the bay or anything like that but meaning like you don't want to go back to an old situation right you want to just keep going keep going keep going until you get to your top yeah you know then there's no cap on it it's Mm -hmm. no such thing as like oh you just stay at this level There's always another level to be obtained and to keep going. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I think that's my, like a strength of mine is the confidence to like keep going. Mm -hmm. Even when you don't really believe in yourself, even Mm. there's so many times where I don't believe in myself and that kind of like I may procrastinate or I may take a little longer to do it because you like, damn, I really don't know if I could do this, but I'm going to do it because you have no choice but to do it right so
0: that's just kind of like life we have no choice but to try and win Mm -hmm. like you know everything is not always going to work out exactly perfect how you want it and how you think it should and all that but if you don't at least try you can't look back and say like oh you know like i at least gave it everything i had you you'd have to look back and say i thought about Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) maybe it could have happened like who wants to be one of those people yeah yeah Way back when I was in high school, I took French for three years, but now I know nothing. (laughs) So in January 2023, I decided I really wanted to commit to learning French. I chose Babbel. I knew that Babbel was designed by real people for real conversations. All of Babbel's tools for learning a new language are approachable, rooted in real life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching. I feel accomplished when I hear... that lets me know I got an answer right. So on my most recent trip to France, I actually nervously tried out my Babel French skills and it was fun. I didn't feel so in the dark. So if you would like to add learning a new language to your new year, new me list, then I've got a treat for you. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners to get you started right now. You can get 55% 55% off your Babel subscription, but only for my listeners at Babbel.com slash SPQ. Get 55% off at Babbel.com slash SPQ, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L.com slash SPQ. Rules and restrictions may apply. So, what would you, what would you, ladies, say has? I know we've covered a lot of what you've done and everything, but what would you say, either personal or professional, has been a pivotal or defining moment in your life?
4: Passing the bar. Yeah, you know, because I felt like even though I was after I graduated from law school and I still was in the in the legal field, I still felt felt unfulfilled. I mm-hmm. felt like there was a void, mm-hmm. and I felt like I still hadn't accomplished. Uh, what I had set out to do. Um, so I would say passing the bar and I, and it's a story that I never really shared with anyone. Um, but I remember the day that I passed the bar. my aunt, who I love and if I swear if it wasn't for her, um, I probably would be crazy right now. Um, but she would come every time my bar results were coming near. And, uh, I remember the day, the morning I passed the bar and, uh, she walked outside on my balcony and she was out there. She was out there for about maybe 10 minutes. And, uh, she came back in and she said, you know, I just looked at the sky and I just prayed to your mom and your uncle and your grandmother for, you know, giving you the strength to get through this. And I know how, you know, difficult it was. I know the journey that you came from. And, uh, you know, I was like, wow, thank you, you know. Mm-hmm. And so uh, she went to the bathroom. Let me back up. So she didn't tell me that story until we got into the car. So she went to the bathroom, and uh, she was taking her shower. And so I was just sitting there because I'm just shocked. Like, I'm really an attorney now. Like, all this hard work. Like, I'm today is it. I'm an attorney. And I remember sitting on the couch, and um, I was thinking, my mom, you know, because I've always felt her presence since I was a little girl. I always felt that she was near me. It's just something, just like a hair on the back, like they say, raise up on you, you know, on the back of your neck. Um, I've always felt her presence. And I remember sitting on the couch and I kid you not, the door was closed. The balcony door was closed. And all of a sudden, the door just opened. It was like a, it was like a, like a wind, Mm. like just blew the door open. And it was as if I felt her presence. Mm. And I knew that I, I, I don't want to cry, but I knew that she was there. Right. And I knew that she was with me every step of the way, even though she wasn't here physically, she was there. Right. And she made sure her baby got to where she needed to be. hmm And um, so I was, I was in the car with my aunt and we left, and she told me she had went outside to pray to my mom. And I knew right then and there that, that was her. That was right. her that came in to my place and wrapped her arms around me and said my baby finally did it.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: And um, so, you know, I know that, I don't know where I was going, I just got in the moment, but um, I know that she was there. Right. You know, and um, I know that um, she's part you guys in my life hmm. for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, um, my girlfriends and not many of my family members were there, but my <coughs> girlfriends were there, you know, to see me walk across that stage. We are your family. You are. There you you go. know. Mm-hmm.
5: And um
4: Good. that was yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. We we <laughs> I have to change
5: the mood room. <laughs> I'm so let me tell y'all we went to New Orleans for her. Yeah. Yeah. We went to New Orleans for her graduation. Yeah. Beat that face. I know, right? And when I tell y'all we had the best time falling off tables again. Oh my god. Shout out to Kamara. who fell off the table trying to twerk
1: in some New Orleans club. We
2: had the
1: best time of our lives fell off of a speaker there. No, it's global everybody. Thing. But do <don't need> <laughs> <over every laughs> you have to go to the hospital? No, but <laughs> no, no,
5: no. no, oh, okay. no, I no, 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 got no. I don't know, but it was maybe you know, like, like, It was like 10, 15 of us yeah. in New Orleans for her graduation and when I tell y'all we had the time we of did. our lives It was, it a, true it was, it was a, a true celebration. It was a true celebration for all yeah. of us. Uh-huh. So, you know, it was, it was even down yeah. to one of her home her bougie homegirls getting sick. Oh, my god. oh God, yeah. Oh mm-hmm. god, because we just had sick or drunk? so <laughs> but, as you can see that is how we great do great
2: time.
5: This is so, how we
2: do. Yeah. We so, are your
5: family. We love you. Exactly. Yeah. so much yeah. and you know try that
0: face girl I know. <laughs> right. Okay, so what's one thing that you guys have learned that's helped you adult better and navigate life in a more approachable way maybe because we were just talking offline before we started recording adulting is not necessarily easy I mean I didn't even know if it was a thing when we were getting into adulting like the word wasn't really around but now we know it all I'm too well. An adult, yes. <laughs> <laughs> My bills
1: are adult, right, right. <laughs> so, what's one selfish. thing
0: that's helped you navigate just like life and real life stuff, and I mean just everything from day to day bills and and trials and tribulations at work to like family things and parents getting older and shit just gets real sometimes. What What do you do to help you like adult better? What have you figured out, maybe? But uh, what's well, working right now? Sex. It may not work forever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for so me, so sex help you adult better? Sometimes you need a I mean, it may
4: release it, may but release the adultery is still there. No, it's still there.
1: <laughs> Girl, does, I mean, I would say it, for honey. me, it may seem simple, but like, I just. The older I get, I really try not to sweat the small stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also realize there's just some things I can't change. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I have I'm a strong believer and my faith is kinda of like the anchor of who I am. And mm-hmm. it's just like once I pray about it, I gotta let it go. Yeah. You know, if I'm a prey, I can't worry about it. So exactly. for me, it's just like I don't I try not to sweat the small things. Like life is gonna be there. I do what I can. I understand mm-hmm. there's only 24 hours in a day. In my twenties, I will try to figure it out, fix it. The older I get, I'm not saving lives I may be helping people save lives but physically I'm not doing it so it's like I do what I can for that moment Mm -hmm. I'm also trying to live in the moment and not live for you want to live for the future you know what I mean like set yourself up but it's just like sometimes I feel like when I get into that mentality I can't focus on that moment so Mm -hmm. it's just like I don't I try not to sweat the small stuff I do what I can and I just kind of trust that the rest will fall into place Mm
5: -hmm. yeah agreed
1: yeah.
0: Christy, mm-hmm. yeah. how do you adult better? She's doing the most adulting of us all. Like,
2: <laughs> I am responsible for another life. Yeah. Oh. Um, well, there's a lot of crying. Right. But that's good. It's a release. You yeah. need to cry sometimes. Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. So crying helps on your way home, whatever you need to do. But I think that. Kristen, I, you cry? like oh, I cry all the time. <laughs> uh, the older I, you get. Oh, like, yeah. You cry way more the older you get. But I think it's just more like Tage was mentioning. I literally try to stay in my lane. I pick Mm -hmm. what's important to me. Mm -hmm. And then if that's not in that lane, I don't mess with it. I have friends that, you know, I wish we had closer, I had closer relationships to, but some of them I had to release because I just don't, want to spend time worrying about it or trying to chase up on it, like you guys particularly know a high school friend. I just don't I I can't talk to her anymore because I feel like I'm chasing after her and I it's not in my lane. Right. So in my lane is taking care of my child, taking care of my husband, taking care of my broader family, making sure everything's good at work. I still have a lot of work ambitions. Mm-hmm. And then I wanna have fun too sometimes. So after all that's done, if that's not in that lane, I let it go like yeah. Elsa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, like that's how you know she has a kid, right? Like, I was like, I'm a but I'm like,
5: Frozen. I was like,
2: Elsa, yeah. yeah. like, <laughs> like, right? I, was like, I think yeah. that's Frozen. Yeah. We I ain't got no kids over here, right? Soon, soon, but we don't have none. Nice. But so the greatest part, that. one thing to add, mm-hmm. the greatest part of being in your mid thirties—I don't know if we're supposed to say old—we are. Yeah. That's I agree with Tamara on the confidence. It is so nice. To care so much less about people's opinions than in your 20s right. i really am not still that person that i don't care absolutely what people think but i really don't care about what most people think because mm-hmm. i'm like it's in my lane i think i'm progressing i'm happy if you have an opinion about it that's fine i really mm-hmm. don't care so i like that because it makes life so much more enjoyable mm-hmm. you don't worry about what people think all yeah. the time mm-hmm.
1: yeah. i think like you said the older you get like you just you don't care no. Well, you no. realize you they don't have the on. the they time to care, and yeah. the internet. Yeah. yeah, You don't have to. You don't yeah. have to, you don't have to answer
3: yeah. anyone. Are they paying your bills? Exactly. Or what are they doing for me? Okay. If you not get on, yeah. Like you can not have your opinion, but yeah, it's yeah. that. I yeah. agree. It, what it helps is. me. It's that also
5: career. helps me adult better is knowing that whatever happened is going to happen, mm-hmm. and you have no control over. It. Exactly. Like so, you can't really stress over things because. It's gonna pass, yeah. And it's yes. like I, you know, I'm very spiritual, you know, so that also helps. Like I love right. church and I pray to God about it. And like you say, you can't mix fear and faith. Yes. So it's like that really. A lot of times, I think people stress out over the simplest things because they don't know what's gonna happen on the other side of it. Right. But the thing is, no one knows what's gonna happen on yeah. the other side of it. We've we like, haven't
0: done this before. You've yeah. never yeah. done
5: it before, so you just do it and know that you're gonna get through it. Mm -hmm. and I think that's what helps a lot of people adult better Mm -hmm. you know versus like when you're young you just be so frustrated you just like I don't know I don't know I don't know but it's like girl you're gonna be okay like it's going to be yeah Yeah. okay
0: right even in the moments when it doesn't feel like it's gonna be okay yeah because we're not saying that there won't be those times where it'll feel like the world is crashing down around you like all your friends hate you your job is not going right your significant other is acting up like there will be those moments or there can be those moments but there will be another side of that too everything will work out and
1: i think for someone let's say who's listening to this who's in their early 20s i know it may sound easier said than done but i'll say this (laughs) We, yes, we are in our mid-30s, um, but in our 20s, like, we probably didn't have enough experiences to say that everything will be okay. Right. But as life progress, you will see everything will be okay. You know what I mean? Like, there, there will be there will be valleys and there will be mountains. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like, you just have to stay strong. Like Sini said earlier, stay true to yourself. And it's like, you always get through them. It may not be easy, and some people's lives may seem easier than others. Right. Because I know sometimes I find myself like, damn, why is it always happening for this person? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but it's just like I've had to realize that my journey is my journey. Getting there is for me only. And And what's for me? Mm-hmm. Yes, and what's mm-hmm. for me is for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so okay, let's that 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 brings me to something
0: good. that I think is is key because a lot of us deal with it, especially in the age of social media that we operate in. You know, when we were in our early twenties, social media wasn't a thing like that. Instagram I'm, wasn't I'm a thing like that. that. I, I am too. I am too, because then you'd be looking like, Oh, you got what job? You know, <laughs> straight out of school, whatever. At the as yeah. it said, we didn't know what other people were doing, but now we're privy to what everybody is doing, accomplishing seeing experiencing all over the world so how do you guys deal with competition and comparison and comparing uh-huh. yourself and 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 looking at people's outside picture and thinking like wow it's so great and all of that and then looking at yourself and potentially feeling down to yourself because we all have those moments how do you deal with competition and what do you sort of maybe do to keep yourself going
1: and keep yourself in check maybe can, can I say something uh, first because I know some people don't have long opinions but I just just want to <laughs> say this um I'm competitive when it comes to games. Mm-hmm. I try not to be competitive in life because Ooh. like I just said, what's for me is for me and no person can take that away. Mm-hmm. In the age of social media, what I saw um I th- I want to say it may have been someone on social media I saw they posted something and they were like, "Don't don't compare your your real life to someone's highlight reel. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes we get caught up on social media like, oh, this person is living their best life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they are, but I'm living mine too. But I also choose not to post my entire life on social media. Mm -hmm. Like, I post what I want to post, and nine times out of ten, it's the highs. I'm not posting my lows. So if I'm looking at what someone else is doing, sometimes I have to realize, oh, that's their highs. But you don't don't know what's going on behind the scenes. So for me, like... What I try to live off of like competition in games is fantastic. I don't compare my life to my friends. Mm. You know, you guys are all living your best life in your own lane. Mm-hmm. And I'm staying in mine. Yeah. yeah. And that works for me.
2: Yes. <clears throat>
0: I I she just gave us a
3: word, honey. Yes. 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 Okay, okay. go ahead, Christina. Before, before anyone gets into the long opinion. Area. Right, right.
1: <laughs> yeah. I was
2: thinking so, it was about to be short sure yeah, and sweet. So so. But I was
1: like,
2: okay. <laughs> right. but, well, well, okay. I, everybody knows at this table, I love competition. Yes, we know. I love <laughs> competition. <laughs> so, but you know why I love competition and I will say because I didn't get to say what my whatever advantage or talent is because I am an excellent self assessor I know what I'm good at Mm. and I know what I need to do to be better at something and I can also assess what other people's talents are and I'm not gonna come up to the game or the business table or you know even the preschool parent group and try to assert myself when I know I don't have the skill set and I haven't worked as hard and I haven't done my research and I have not prepared. I think that's where people go wrong. They look at social media and they don't think the five whys of all the whys it took for someone to be where they're at. And although they're seeing the highs, there's a lot behind it. Mm -hmm. And you also need to understand where you are in life and what you have done to really get to the point where you are in life. Have you done what you needed to do to achieve some of the successes you're seeing of someone else? Really think about it. Because it takes a lot of hard work to get to a lot of the beautiful things you see on social media, and many people don't see those late night hours and the tears Mm -hmm. and the sweat and the parties they miss Mm -hmm. and the times they're waking up early and the no's they get Mm -hmm. and the doors in their face. And you don't see that in social media, but you need to assess it. Mm -hmm. And I think if you can know yourself, know your talents, know how hard you're willing to work, and you look at your, let's call it competition, do the same thing, you'll realize Hmm, I am not on that level or maybe I am and I could go even farther but you have to put everybody on the same playing field knowing what you need to do and knowing what talents they have because everyone does have very unique talents yeah. mm-hmm. but how hard are they willing to work to see those talents flourish is a very different story mm-hmm. well, right? I think just to
4: piggyback on that I think mm-hmm. on, for social media your perception is everybody else's reality and like Tage said you know all you see is highs that's all I post. I'm not posting any negative energy right. on, on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram. I'm posting all positive things. So all you see is me looking fabulous, <laughs> doing my thing, mm-hmm. you know, um, just living life, you know. But like Kristen said, you don't see the tears. You might you might have heard me tear up <laughs> on <the> podcast. <laughs> but um, you don't see that on social media, you know. All you see is, oh, my God, how did she get to where she's at? But – I go back to his Mary Mary song um, you know, um, I can't think of the name of the song but it, it just goes something like you know, you don't see what she's doing behind closed doors yes, yeah, yeah. you, know, yeah. you, know, you one
0: about praying, uh, you yeah. don't, don't see me when I hit the ground, yeah, 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 yes. yeah. Yes.
4: yes, you don't see me, you know behind closed door, praying <laughs> on my knees and, and crying mm-hmm. and asking God to get right. me through or talking to my girlfriends, having those two hour conversations with Angel, mm-hmm. you know, okay am I making the right move, you know this is scary, you know Am I really up for this? You know, do I right. have what it takes? You know, and, and thinking about okay, I'm trying to pivot from becoming a lawyer and becoming more business savvy. You know, yeah. my goal is someday now to now be a CEO. You know, so how do I get in that mind frame? You know, but all you see is okay, she's doing it big, she moved from this, she's thing. going here, she's, she's going, going there. there, she's dressing fly you know, and all of that. Yeah. Floor, she's doing this wow. You know, but we got a lot to deal with yeah, you know, and it's hard, especially in the space that we're in now you know in our 30s you know most of us don't have kids most of us are not married yet you know so trying to navigate not only a professional career but your personal life
0: right what know? does that look like what
4: does that look like yeah. and again being patient you know with all of that um but yeah that's that's my take on it you have
5: something to say miss Tamara. <laughs> Okay, so this is Tamara everybody in the podcast world. <laughs> and the question was how do you deal with competition? You do mm-hmm. this. Often. Yes, right? You yes. do. I like how you do mm-hmm. that. That was uh-huh. how you deal with competition. And for the uh, me, I am really the only one here that is kind of very active on social media. Um, I think Angel is very active. I don't know what do I have to say? I'm no chop liver. No no. I don't know who just the time but see Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See me only post workout.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Right. You
5: know, we only We're see Trina and her fabulous thing. life. You know, we right. don't really see the legal side and for me I think I, to I try to give um, people my personal and work. Right. I try to do a work life balance on social media. Mm-hmm. Um and competition, um, is I mean it's in the most humblest way. I don't see any, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't mean that in a copy way, but I mean that in a way that allows me to be focused. Mm-hmm. I can't worry about anyone else and what anyone else has right. going on. Mm-hmm. Like my favorite thing is like Nike doesn't care about Reebok, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. So with competition, I don't see any because that also helps me keep my anxiety levels down yes. right you know right and it helps me just keep going I just know that every day I work I wake up there's something else I have to do mm-hmm. and even like with my personal life like having a, a work life relationship Balance, balance. Mm-hmm. is very hard.
0: Yeah. It is very,
5: very hard. And a lot of times like we only see people posting these like wonderful pictures of them all dressed like alike together. And it's like it, That's we were just arguing this morning. Right. Yeah. You know, over like why didn't you take out the trash? Don't <laughs> so it's kind of like, you know balance. balance you know, so I really Enjoy the social media aspect of it because it allows you, even though it's a high reality and it's somebody else's high reality, it allows you to see other beautiful things in life, right? To where you can kind of forget about any yeah. negative, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. so it's like I like to go and look at this person's page, this person's page, and see the good, right? Mm-hmm. Because there's so much like negative really in the world and the negative things going on in people's lives that you just you don't want to even think about you need it. So someone should sort of escape. Yeah. Yeah. escape. Yeah, it can escape. So when people, I feel I don't want to call people weak when they can't handle it because I can't say that they're weak. But I think you need to redirect the way you're thinking about it. And the energy. Yeah. Yeah. The energy. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, don't let it suck your energy. Let yeah. it give you energy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. 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 Let like, it be motivation. motivation. But it's like it's all, also understanding that this is their highs. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. also knowing that though they posted that, there are things that they're dealing with in their own life. So right. like, remember yeah. and put yourself on that same plane. Exactly. Right. And that's why people
5: like, oh, I'm going away from social media for 40 days. And it's like, okay,
3: Simi wants to say something. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead what you gotta say no I was just gonna say (laughs) that I think that when you have a certain confidence in yourself and what you're doing in your life those types of things seeing on social media won't bother you as much Mm -hmm. and it'll Mm -hmm. help you redirect your um, energy you may see someone who is posting their high and say oh you know kind of thinking like what did they do to get there and then is that somewhere that I want to be then what are the things that I need to do to get there because I mean I'm not gonna lie you know i I had to get off, you know, seeing all these too. engagements coming and you know, everyone <laughs> with their booze. But you know, I said, Beating you know, it's just it's not my time. It's not my mm-hmm. time. But right. you know, great for them. They look happy mm-hmm. right now what they posted. So, you know,
2: it's, mm-hmm.
1: Great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <But I laughs> it's see, not my time. I think confidence is key, but a lot of people don't have that confidence. Yeah, like right. I appreciate Tamara's confidence. And Tamara's that yes. person that has yeah. confidence in everybody. Yeah. Yes, yes, you know what honey. I mean? Tamara is I don't think you have like that's a me. hating bone in your body No. and you see the beauty in everybody so that yeah. confidence exudes and oh that that's great and I wish yeah. everybody- I'm going to cry like <laughs> That confidence, yeah, but doesn't. everyone doesn't. Yeah. So to the people who don't have that confidence, like just don't get discouraged by what yeah. you see yeah. on social media. That's my that's and sometimes like you have to
4: you have to tap out. You know, yeah, yeah. I know Take Angel knows me, and Angel and I have very intimate <laughs> conversations. Why well, have intimate conversations with God You know,
5: I was about to say If you call Angel out on one more <laughs> time, <laughs> I might like, <laughs> have conversations with Angel. let me
4: Hey, let, me, let me go ahead. I right? <laughs> when I need, to, look, when I need to know how to negotiate my
0: salary, I call Kristen. You know when she's good with she's numbers. Like shit, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I do it all.
1: Don't it.
4: Care. Care. You know, uh, uh, it because no, I'm saying this because it's been so prevalent in my life. It's okay. Like, Stay FFA, point. It's okay um, it's in my professional career <laughs> and. Then- And, you know, just, you know, blocking out everything that's around you and and not looking at everyone as your competition. I'm going to be transparent here and say that sometimes I do have those moments. We all do. Like, I'm feeling like, you know, I'm not up on my game. And I'm not where I'm supposed to be. Self-doubt is right. And and I'm supposed to be way further than where I am. Girl, that's a whole other hour conversation. Yeah. But, you know, I have Tam, you know. Angel, I've talked to you know about Trika, You are really you, you you bomb. You got this. You know right, you know right. when I when I had to sit down a talk with my boss. You know and I gave him my career development plan and this is where I want to go and he told me that my goals weren't
0: realistic. Yeah. You know. And I told her drop him like a bad
4: habit. <laughs> I, <was laughs> like, like, I don't like finished, him. You know yeah. like what like you're telling me my goals are realistic but I see my peers out here doing this I know I'm capable of doing this you may not know me from a personal perspective but I got this right and I show them a couple of weeks later, that I was about business. Well, she gave
0: them her notice, honey, and said, "I have a better position. Uh, yes, you know, I'll take that. So thank we you." We do
4: have, we do have those we have moments. To go back and thank you. Yeah.
0: right? Yeah. Yeah.
4: you think you, really thank you. Know. You thank yeah. you. Flowers yeah. <laughs> or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you really did
3: trying to make it work. And yeah, you know. mm-hmm. but I had to
4: get off social media.
0: Yeah, you know? But you know what? I will say, look, there's a positive and a negative side to everything okay. everything that we participate in everything that we see everything that we consume in life there's a positive to consuming some television there's a negative to consuming too much television yeah. there's a positive social media there's a negative but you have to also that's why I say when you're looking to make, it, make a switch pivot or quit you have to also get real with yourself mm-hmm. you have to sit yeah. with yourself you have to be that one with yourself everyone here I'm sure can attest that they have done their own self development when they are ready to make different shifts in their life to say all right who am I what do I want yeah. what does this look like you have to really get real and ask yourself those hard questions and then find those hard answers which is a little bit hard but it's harder for you to find those answers when you're looking at everybody else and what yeah. they're doing because <laughs> then they're providing the narrative to what you think you should be doing yeah. but you're not really assessing what you want to do, what's right for you. Like Kristen said earlier, she's good at assessing her strengths Mm -hmm. and assessing herself in the situation. That's what we all have to be better at because in order for us to really succeed and excel, the only way that you can top somebody in a certain situation is if you know you are better than them. And that's a science. Yeah. I mean, that's not a science. That's an
4: art. Yeah. comes over time and
0: it comes with experience and life experience and all of that but you have to go through these things and that's why I'm glad that we can have these dialogues and have these conversations because nobody I feel like everybody prepares you for the education side of life for the practical side of life when it comes to like having kids and getting married and all that. But nobody prepares you for the you side of life. Yeah. How to deal with yourself. Yeah. When it gets quiet and you have to sit there and be with yourself. And that's when shit gets tricky is when you don't know how to be with yourself. Right. When yeah. you don't. Yeah. When, when when it is those quiet times and all these things are going on in your head because you don't know how to be alone. You don't know how to cope with being alone. Mm-hmm. That's when it gets real. So those are the things that we're all trying to strive and achieve to be better at Mm -hmm. is figuring out how to be good with ourselves, how to actually love ourselves, how to actually like ourselves so that we can be pleasant people to be around other people. And we don't, we don't have to deal with those situations where it's like, Oh, she hating on me. Mm -hmm. She did. No, no, you just might not be a good person. Right. Maybe she don't want to be around you, but you haven't even figured that out yet. You know? So it's a lot of, of let's say areas to life, that you start to figure out when you're really conscious of it and you want to. Yep. I'm sure it's not hard for you to believe that one in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. About a year ago, I signed up for the Lifetime All Languages Learning Account with Babbel because I'm just that enthusiastic to learn. Babbel's quick, 10-minute lessons are designed to help you start immersing yourself in a new language ASAP. They also have these cool, virtual, very intimate classes that you can drop into and you can interact with other students as well as learn hands-on from a teacher. Babbel's tips and tools are accessible and they are approachable. So if you're really serious about learning that new language, here's a special limited time deal for our listeners, okay? Right now, you get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com SPQ. Get 55% off at babbel.com SPQ, spelled B-A-B-B dot com slash spq rules and restrictions may apply
4: that's the thing and that's just want not to. speaking to single women that's no women that's everybody. Oh, all of us
5: yeah. that's yeah. everybody yeah general, i think that people um on the podcast world social media where everyone should really look up the word manifest mm-hmm. and figure out how to manifest what it is in life they really want attract what you want and once you you know the definition and you know then you can lead with that with life yeah and I think once you figure out what it is that you really really want and who it is that you really really want to be then you can start manifesting it Mm -hmm. and then you will start believing it yeah and then it will start to happen right Um, I think, like, my life really started to change, like, once I started manifesting things. Mm -hmm. And once I started to really, 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 really... Like, one prayer that I always prayed was clarity. Mm. That was what I always asked God for. I always prayed to God when I was doing my pivot, when I was changing careers. Mm -hmm. I was like, I prayed for clarity. Mm -hmm. And even down to my relationship, like, I prayed for clarity within that. You know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, so that's... A thing that I really, really believe in is manifesting what it is that you want in life. If you want the job, if you want the man, if you want a happy baby, like if your baby is crying all the time and so you need to start believing like my child doesn't cry or
1: if your speaking man business, is getting business, on your nerves, like, like speaking yeah. positive thoughts speaking and not focusing on the negative, and just being mindful of the words that come out of your mouth. Yeah, yes. Right, that's thoughts. huge on manifestation. Huge. You know yeah. what I mean? It's very huge, yeah. and so, it will come into your mind, mm-hmm. but don't speak it out. You know yeah. what I mean? Just speak positive in your life, and then the people you care about. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I think that would help
5: the people that are in their twenties who are going through things and who don't really know what it is they want out of life and or who do know what they want out of life right. but they're having challenges getting there right you know i think if you are clear and if you have a clear mind and if you are positive
0: it will things will happen it goes back to what you both of you guys said tranika and Tamara, it's like clarity and perseverance and patience mm-hmm. all three of those things sort of working hand in hand So, for you ladies what has been a useful piece of advice that you've received thus far in your career being
1: patient uh, okay yeah you know yeah. and yeah. multiple people have told me that yeah Yeah. I, I would say, say trusting the process mm-hmm. and realizing that the
2: process for each person is different
4: Hmm. what about you crazy Jack?
2: so many mm-hmm. um, I think it's more about um, being an amazing listener Mm-hmm. So listening more than you're talking mm-hmm. and really comprehending what message people are trying to tell you, maybe not directly or even indirectly, but being observant right. Right. and applying that to your life.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I like that one, too, because I, I heard something where somebody said, like, most of us are listening to prepare to answer we're not yes. listening to comprehend and yes. internalize and really understand what people are saying so mm-hmm. i, say I think again. that's a good most of us are listening to prepare for our answer yeah. to get ready to say what our rebuttal is our comment or whatever versus listening to understand and internalize and really empathize if that's the situation that takes patience. It, it does you it does when like, yes. but it's yes. also
1: realizing you were given two ears on one mouth,
0: huh that is true so does anybody have a personal care routine or any personal care indulgences that they participate in to sort of you know like unwind and relax from the stress of it all or refresh yourself maybe we all
5: know this girl said sex earlier
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure
2: Sini has some for
3: us Sini what do you do um I mean, I really haven't been into them lately, but, you know, starting the new year, I will get into um, just spending time in the morning to just, you know, not jump up and like rush off to work, but just spending time with myself and just, you know, thinking about how I want the day to go Mm -hmm. and, you know, just putting the positive thoughts out there in the beginning of the day because as of lately i have been really quick to jump up and just get out the door get to work you know just okay i gotta get it done but i think that it's very important to like just take that 15 minutes you know or or less um in the morning just to say okay you know where am i where do i want this day to go and kind of give it some guidance so
0: Mm -hmm. i like that does anybody do like regular massages, facials, nails, anything <laughs> of that nature? I do. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
3: okay. She looked at me. In, yeah. uh, every
0: three weeks. Okay. Nails and toes. In. And it just makes you feel good, right? Feels like I good. do it all.
1: <laughs> we know. Why
0: are you
5: relax last to be
1: I do do all. All. So Whatever.
5: I love um, beauty. Mm-hmm. I do. I really. And it, it is all. I've always loved it. I've always loved it. It's not nothing new. Everyone knows right. it. it. Even if you've known me from a kid till now, you know. Somebody was calling me. She's into me. <laughs> I love beauty. And I think if, like, if you look good, you feel good, you are good. Yeah. You know? And I think a lot of time as women, you have husbands and kids and businesses to run that you kind of let yourself go a lot of times. Mm -hmm. And when you think that people don't see that, they do. Mm When you think people aren't judging you about that, they are. Mm -hmm. You know, like, why is your toenail polish chipped?
1: (laughs) Take it off.
5: And definitely don't wear
1: open-toe shoes.
5: (laughs) Take it off and don't wear open-toe shoes. Right. (laughs) You know, it's like, it's a to have no toenail polish if you can't go to the shop or something you know what I'm saying like don't come in there with chip polish on your nails if you need a feel take it off right you know what I'm saying like that's not your realm you can't go every two weeks
1: right it's okay don't do
5: it stay in your right. lane right. you know what I'm saying like don't put a relaxer on your hair if you can't keep it up cause now you have nappy straight or kinky is the word kinky straight
4: no right which is kinky. why I can't get no weeds right. so,
5: cause you can't keep them up <laughs> 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 you can't keep them up so you guys are to me in. off
6: <laughs>
0: and they gonna say really back in <laughs> Well, I'm just trying <laughs> to no. tell everybody the real you know, she's a, you know what? I think you're also speaking from a different kind of experience, too, because you deal with women daily. Yes. You see all different shapes, sizes. No, I'm talking about crazy crazy crazy
2: the period. Okay. Uh, that's just my thing. Okay. She didn't put together a woman. I just think like all, all women. women laid, yes. I mean, in terms of, I've seen you with no manicure, but your nails still look nice. Right. And maybe that's just the time. You're just not doing the manicures right now. But there's still, the lips is always popping. Something's always got together. You, you make an effort to be together. pulled together, right. together. An effort to be pulled now together. they're almost always together, but the face is always together. Like, I want right. nobody call me out there with the lip
0: polish. I yes. know. Okay, so obviously you guys know this thus far, that we are all friends. You know this. You have gathered this. You see our comfort level, or you hear our comfort level with each other. So I want to ask you ladies, my friend circle, What role has friendship played in your life? And it doesn't have to be our friendship. It's just friendship, period.
3: Um, Okay. For me, this is Sini. Friendship plays a big role in my life um, because I am an only child. (laughs) And um, so my friends, especially this group of ladies, are like my sisters. So... I think that, you know, having them to be able to bounce ideas off of and just like life challenges um, and just getting through life, being able to call, call on them whenever I need. It's just. I've was, seen a lot of you lately. Mm mm-hmm. lot, And I think that's the reason because now you're.
4: I know. So I that know. connection we
3: made before reconnecting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's all ties. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I
2: go back to a time in my life where I feel like I didn't have a lot of friends, so back to when I just graduated from college a year later I moved to Washington DC and I didn't know a lot of people there and although we had some friends from college that were living out there you really don't know what it's like to have your core friends removed from you till they are and how much you miss them mm-hmm. and it is a very very special thing to be yourself around people to feel like they're not judging you you can be yourself you don't have to hold back you don't have to act like someone you're not you don't have to filter yourself I think that's really special and I would say that many people if they don't feel like they have a lot of friends that's okay because the friends you do have you should just cherish them because Mm -hmm. it is like literally a romantic connection because you don't have these relationships with everyone you meet Mm -hmm. and so if you find you have that connection with someone really nurture it because if you feel it's special it is Right. Yeah. yeah. I And I would just kind
1: of piggyback on what you both said. Like, it's so important. I've had people walk up to me and just say, hey, like, you just have a lot of friends to be a female. And I just think that sometimes you can get caught up in the pettiness, like the cattiness of things. And I feel like we've done a really good job just to ensure our friendship. And We are all really opinionated. Sometimes we say and hear things we don't necessarily want to, but at the same time, it's like, we know we're getting true, genuine advice. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And like, there is no dollar amount you can put on like good friendship. Mm -hmm. And like, it's just been like pivotal in, in how I've lived my life. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like we, like I said, we've all had our own journeys and our own, um, paths to walk and live, but it's always nice to be able to go to people like, hey, I just need advice on this. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I want to ask for a raise. Like, what are your thoughts? Or, yeah. you know, my guy did X. Like, how do you think I should approach that? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes you just you have to get outside your, your head, outside mm-hmm. of yourself and just kind of get in that opinion. We're all going to do what we want to do anyway. Mm-hmm. But just being able to go to someone for that advice has been like instrumental like mm-hmm. in my life. I say that like you guys
0: mean the world to me because I don't have sisters and oh I'm getting emotional. (laughs) (laughs) I know. But like it's the realness that I really value because I don't feel like, like you said, I don't feel like I ever have to be fake with you guys. Y'all know me inside and out. Y'all know what to expect from me. Y'all know, you know, like, Cindy know when to be like, fall back, you doing too much. like all. Of, you guys all know when to say that. Y'all know I have a big personality, but y'all love me still. Y'all know I say give my unsolicited advice, but y'all love me I'm still. Right, I bet <laughs> I know here literally 10 years ago. And, uh, and, uh, like damn I give my unsolicited advice like I better pay attention to that because you know like maybe I'm saying things out of line sometimes you know but like Like to me, like I see other people and I see how they move and I see fakeness and I see realness and especially with social media, I see fakeness and I I see people that want, want, want and take, take, take. And I that's another reason that I really value my friendship with you guys because I know that y'all real. Y'all don't want nothing from me. Y'all don't need nothing from me. Y'all love me. I love y'all. And we just have like we can sit up there and do nothing all day like we're about to do after we get (laughs) done with this podcast. But we enjoy each other's company, and that's what I really love because there's so much um, contrived relationships now, relationships out of convenience. That I really value the ones that it takes effortless, it It doesn't require much for us to get back together. I don't care if we haven't talked
1: in months, we're good. It's that thing of some of us talk more than others, but when we get back together, it's we have no time missed, missed. yeah. Yeah. I guess it's my turn, right? Yeah,
5: I'm going to go last. I have a lot to say. Okay.
6: okay.
4: Um, you <laughs> have 30 seconds. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. I think
5: friendship for Time me it.
4: is extremely <laughs> important. Um, although I was raised with uh, my aunts, two daughters, I feel like um, I was very sensitive, and they can all attest to this. I was, and Although y'all see me, I still have mm-hmm. my sensitive moments oh, uh, every so now and then, listening. but you guys have really, like, made me stronger. Yeah. Mm. Um, and it, I, I go back to and I, maybe this is about a couple years ago Kristen and I were talking I think we were all together and Kristen was like T what has happened to you <laughs> because I was so sensitive but I'm so much stronger now because of my friends you know giving me that constructive criticism that I needed mm-hmm. you know uh, I can remember when in college Kristen used to make me cry to drop me a hat
0: mm-hmm. um, Really. Kristen <laughs> <laughs> I just did it.
2: I just got straight to the point. Straight to the point. But I
0: needed
4: that. And I am like today, I am straight to the point. Yeah. Like you are. I am like very assertive. Um, I know what I want. Sometimes, most of the time, um, you know, I have my little indecisive moments at times, but I'm, I'm much stronger because of my friends, you know, and my friends hold me accountable you know and and I think it's accountability you know so when I have those moments where I'm not feeling sure of myself I have my girlfriends my sisters my girlfriends are my sisters Mm -hmm. Um, and like I said they each play a special part in my life Um, things that Mm -hmm. I didn't have growing up you know so
5: yeah the reason why I wanted to go last... Wait, did me go? Yes. Cine okay, went first. Okay. Go ahead. So the reason why I wanted to go last is because I am Tamara, and I wanted to talk to the people who had their friends removed from them. Mm. So we were all together. All together. Yeah. All my friends. And, you know, I have a lot of different sets of friends. Mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So for mm-hmm. me to have all my friends in L.A. at one time, and then to have each one of you guys leave me. I'm crying. <laughs> but each one of you guys to leave me. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Everyone. Never- it is. But each one left me. And I didn't know how to deal with that. Mm-hmm. But as like um, accepting new people. Right. You know, in your life. So I'm talking to the people who need to accept new people into your life. Because you have your friends who you can be yourself with, who you love, but you also have to give other people a chance.
2: Yeah. Mm
5: -hmm. And it took me so long. Even with my salon family, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and I'm with them every single day, Mm -hmm. you know, you still have to give other people a chance. And... I think a lot of people get their feelings hurt or they get butt hurt because they invest so much energy into that new person. Right. And you can't. You have to just allow them to be whatever it is that God put them in your life at that time to be. be. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't say, oh, these are my best friends and these are my, oh, you just tell your deepest, darkest secrets. No. Maybe that person is there for you to have fun with. Maybe that person is there for you to talk on the phone with. Maybe that person is there for you to drink with or socialize with. You know, like, or go to the clubs with. Maybe you have your club friend. Or your work
1: bestie to help you get through the day. Or your work (laughs)
5: bestie to help you get through the day. So, what I said, why I wanted to go last, because I wanted to talk to the people is don't shut other people out of your life. Because Mm -hmm. They may help you get through it, right? You know, it's like because each one of you guys, like y'all, just left me one by one by one mm-hmm. by one by one. Tamra,
1: I miss our lazy Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you
5: get so comfortable yeah. and so yeah. caught up yeah. with yeah. your friend and how we yeah. do things, yeah. Yeah. and it's like when you have other people, it's like no, like literally, I'm in LA like by myself.
6: Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah
5: you go from having all guy friends and we at Kristen's house and we having parties we having game night we, like, club. <laughs> we go to the club we going to game night we having everything we really we have we want to masquerade parties like <laughs> right. we really doing shit Yeah, and then it's like to just not have anything it's like are y'all yes. fucking serious? Right. <laughs> like, right, is anybody moving back to LA? Like,
6: right.
5: hello? Are right. y'all, like, what is going on? Yeah, I'm sitting there helping Tage Pack, and I'm pissed. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and they're still helping <laughs> yeah. I, I, I had you like, I had to to the airport. I like, I the airport, I'm like... I could turn this car around how's she going how's she going to get to the airport and then Janika's like put my chair in your garage girl I'm coming back (laughs) and nobody came back
3: and nobody
5: came back no, I'll be like, y'all don't want to move back to L.A.? Right. Like, right. So basically what it is is accept new people, but never lose sight of your true friends. Right. And yes. know that your true friends have your back, but don't shut new people out of your life and don't put all your eggs in one basket with new people.
0: What is that the What is the one thing that you learned about yourself this year? I'll start and everybody else can go around. Go the way. one thing that I learned about myself this year is that I need my sleep. Okay, sure. even if I go to sleep late, that I don't feel bad about waking up, you know, a little bit later now. Where I used to put this pressure on myself, like, oh, I need to wake up earlier yeah, we used because slept I know, we used to but see, I tried to curb those behaviors, but yeah. now I realize that I'm a better person when I have a decent amount of sleep. I operate better, I treat people better, I function better, all of that. So, that is what I realized about myself this year.
2: Tamar? What I learned about
5: myself? hmm Um, what I learned about myself is that I can't drink as much as the 22-year-old. <laughs> you wasn't drinking at 22,
2: remember? You really weren't. You really I weren't.
5: wasn't drinking, but then I started drinking, right? <laughs> and now that all y'all grown, I only hang around 26 and 25-year-olds. And we, <laughs> you drink, can't keep up. we drink Hennessy and shit all day, and I can't. Right. Period. Okay.
0: The end. The end. That's what I learned.
5: <laughs> okay. So... Next,
4: <laughs> what have I learned about myself? Yeah,
0: in this 2017, year, in twenty seventeen, doesn't have to be something big and profound. It's just what have <laughs> you learned? Saying it throughout the entire podcast,
4: but just being patient. Mm-hmm. I think I've really had an issue uh, with being patient and um, just not being in the moment and being happy with where
3: I've come from mm-hmm. and where I am today. Okay. Um, So, yeah. Um, I think I will have to go back to just being true to yourself. I mean, I've found this year it's paid off. um, And just, you know, even like, well, for my work life, for career, career wise, um, it's paid off this year for me. And I feel like that's been attributed to me being true to myself. Mm hmm.
2: Okay. Mm -hmm. Um I learned that black girl magic is brilliant. Holla. I really feel this way. I mean, every year I just feel smarter and more confident. I mean this year, particularly since this, you know, black girl apartment, I was able to renegotiate my salary outside merit increase cycle because I know my black girl magic can work. And I think that if you sit and observe, remember back to listening, listen, observe, you can get whatever you want out in life, but you have to be strategic and smart and know yourself mm-hmm. and I'm not telling this to people that don't know themselves I'm not telling this to people who aren't going to take the time to really do observe them. and navigate if you can do that you can achieve anything and I really learned that this year like it's everything mm-hmm. yeah,
1: so. okay. um, for me it goes back to what I said earlier just like trust in the process Like in my 20s I had a life plan of what I thought I would be at this age yeah not too much so it's just like really like trusting that this process for me is for me and only for me and just like living in the moment like yes I want to plan for the future but at the same time I have to live for today. So I think that's just something that I've learned this year and has really helped me like especially in like my career um thus far.
0: All right? Thank you ladies so much for joining us for this episode of switch pivot or quit the special edition fab five plus one. Um, This has been a a loving conversation, a healthy conversation, an insightful conversation, all of that. And I appreciate you ladies for um, participating and for those who um, don't mind their social media and all of that being linked. I'll go ahead and link it in the description box. You will find it there and you can check these ladies out and all the major amazing things that they do. enjoyed this episode and hanging out with me and my girlfriends be sure to share this episode with your girlfriends send a quick little group chat I know how we all do or even send an email whatever works for you just make sure that you share the love and before we go I have a special treat for you guys a few weeks ago or maybe it was even more than a month ago at this point I asked you guys to send me your recordings telling me and sharing with the rest of the world and the rest of our audio family what you've learned about yourself this year so now get ready to listen to some good insights from some of our listeners as to what they learned about themselves this year hello everyone my name is marquita i moved to dubai almost a month ago to study business i realized that i am not as independent as i perceive
2: myself to be
0: Many of the decisions I made prior to this move were based on the perceptions of my loved ones, more specifically in my situationships. These decisions were almost completely opposite of what I truly wanted for myself.
3: Hi, this is Charmaine Freeman-Green of Charmaine and Duena Photography. And what have I learned about myself this year or what did I realize? So I realized that it really doesn't matter what has happened in the past or what you've done in the past. Each day is a new day to start over, to reinvent yourself, or to continue growing in the direction that you're going. So even though I've gotten it wrong before, I still have an opportunity every day I wake up to get it right.
6: What I've learned this year is to not take no for an answer and to not give up. I can send out 50 emails and out of those 50, maybe get five replies. And to me, I focus on those five as a win and then try to take those and change them into what I can do differently for those 45 that had no responses or that were no replies. I work in a very male driven industry in strategic communications and I manage talent and two of them are males. And men sometimes don't take us seriously or think that our work ethic isn't as hard as theirs and they're absolutely wrong. So, don't give up. Um continue to send those, continue to knock on doors because it's going to be that one opportunity that can change everything. Um I have a meeting at Rock Nation this week for my clients and it has been such a roller coaster, but that one open door is going to change our lives. My name is Monifa Kincaid, and I'm the founder of Made by Hand Markets, and what I learned this year is that I'm in love with bringing my artistic skills in line with my newfound entrepreneurial skills. I love it. The freedom, yes.
0: Thank you to all of our guests who have joined us on the show in 2017. Big thank you to all of the listeners who sent in what they've learned about themselves this year. That was pretty insightful. And I appreciate you for sharing with us. And a huge, huge, huge big hug. Thank you to my girls who joined us for a special episode. The Fab Five Plus One. Um, I just really hope that you guys enjoyed it sharing that time with them, um, listening to them, and uh, just getting a glimpse a bit more into uh, the people that I call my friends, my sisters, and a lot of times my lifelines. Um, So I hope you enjoy the rest of your year. Uh, Close out 2017 with a big bang and I will speak to you in the new year. As always, keep killing it and take care.